Hey everybody, on this episode of the Designated Survivor After Show, we're breaking down episode four, The Enemy. Find out if Michael Klaus federalizes this panel to oust me by the end of the show. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Get hey, everybody. Get you gotta get your dance yeah. better than that, Frank, if you want to remain the leader of this panel. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm not a survivor. I, I will not be surviving <laughs> the end of this Frank episode. Best Frank dance move right now. Go. Ooh, the little point. Oh. That's right. A little double finger points. Why not? That's terrible. Do not go out with me on the dance floor. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Designated Survivor After Show here on After Buzz TV. We'll be breaking down episode four, The Enemy. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. What's up, guys? I'm one of your hosts, Christine Alexis. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's. Hey, everybody. How are we doing this evening or whenever you're watching? Michael <laughs> Klaus. You can follow me on Twitter at Michael Klaus TV on Instagram, the only MC. Hey, guys. I'm Renee Ariel, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel, on Snapchat at the Renee Ariel, and check out my blog, CatsLipstickLA.com. The article is up. Where are they now? I Seven read it. Days. It's Seven really days. good. By the way, I feel like my sweatshirt tonight completely summarizes what goes on. Let's see it. Good fortune favors the brave. We'll stand up a little bit. Good fortune favors the brave. Nice. Kirkman, brave in oh, this episode. Look it's at true. that. Very brave. Nice tie in there. Very bold, too. I feel like Michael Claus is going to continue this throughout the season, be wearing <laughs> quotes on his various clothing that tie in to Tune each in episode. in two weeks. Ooh, what's it going to be? I cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say oops. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, we start this episode, though, where, uh, yeah, of course, we're trying to figure out if uh, uh, Nassar, our, our terrorist there, is responsible. Where is he located? Uh, we don't know. We don't have confirmation if he's behind it, but we want to at least try to find out where he is. We start the episode. We see somebody that's on the inside is basically running away, trying to get some sign- some kind of seclusion so they can send off a message. Uh, and that message is saying that the, the location for Nassar is confirmed, and they send it off, and then that person is captured. I'm starting to think the whole Sikar obviously was a huge part in this episode. I'm starting to think maybe that there is some kind of tie. Otherwise, they're just beating a dead horse. Are they? Are they beating a dead horse? Possible. Is that? Is there any tie? I mean, I, I feel like maybe they're doing the switcheroo almost, where they they initially made you think that it wasn't the Sikar. Now they're making you think that it is. I. I don't know. Are they playing both sides? What do you yeah, guys think? I mean, because regardless, even if he's not behind this attack, he's still done incredibly terrible things. So he is still a person of interest for the United States. So I think regardless of whatever he's done, he would still not want to be found. He's still the Osama bin Laden, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so he is captured. And then, we, of course, we cut to the White House. And we have a little morning chat there. Tom Kirkman, as president, only getting three hours of sleep. How well can you fo- folks function under three hours of sleep? Uh, what do you think I'm doing right now? Can't. Functioning. <laughs> I guess Michael Klaus is a champ. You got three hours of sleep last night? No, I got... I was supposed to wake up this morning at 8.30, and then was... And I snoozed until, like, 9, and then I turned my alarm off, and woke up at 10, and then finally Whoa. at 11 o'clock, I rolled out of bed. Nice! You heard it here. Just like, it was a personal day Klaus of getting up. a lot of things done that weren't on a specific time schedule. Obviously, I am not fit to be president of the United States. Clearly. Mm, all right. Not at this point in my life. That's only because I'm not 35. Other than that. 
Give it a couple oh. more years. That's right. There you go. Because I know some people say like, I need to, I need to get my eight hours, or I'm just no good to anybody. So I don't do think you I ever okay. get eight hours? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I get eight either. As long as I've had something to eat, I'll be fine. Otherwise, I'm like, like I need like, <laughs> lots of coffee. Yeah, coffee. coffee and something to eat. To tie this in, I'm, I'll be very interested. You know, a long way to go in several seasons. It's always been known of how much the president ages as far as the job ages him. I'm very mm-hmm. interested to see how they do that. I'm already pointing out that he's not getting a lot of sleep. I don't think any president in history has gone through the stressful situations as what he has. Uh, how will they age him as the season progresses, as seasons come He's going to look like an 80-year-old man by the end of the season. <laughs> 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 Tom, what's happened By to the you? end of the season, just a very old actor. That's right. I, Alex is going to be just... I said it's so <laughs> not Sakaar. I See, I'm... Agreed. I don't know. I, I agree. I, but are they playing both sides? No, That's just I think my... they're just trying to throw us off. And I do think they're they are a little beating a dead horse a little bit, but I, I don't think... What do you What do you think? Well, first, Michael's reading from the chat there. So, folks, I forgot to mention you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and hop in the chat. Do Michael, it. Michael, read some of your thoughts. We also have the chat up here in the room too, so we can also share any of your thoughts and comments about the show as do well. Do you Do you think it's the car? I man, I, I don't think so. I think it's too early in this uh, season to have like a definitive enemy. I feel that, I feel like there's a larger conspiracy underway. So I figure it's going to be kind of prolonged throughout the season as more and more layers are kind of peeled back and we kind of see that this goes a lot deeper and further than we think. Otherwise, it's just annoying. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's just so messy to me right now. I honestly can't make sense of it. I hope, like, over the season, you know, it, it reveals itself because I don't know if I really think it's Sakaar or not. All right. So what if it was Sakaar? Let's take it to face value. Mm-hmm. Everything is yeah. as we think it is. Oh. Would you want this to be wrapped up by the end of the season and then the series just continues? What is life like now in this new world? And Tom Kirkman's just president and we're just watching the rest of his presidency carry out. Would, no, is that the show I, you want to see? I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, heck, we got Bin Laden, but that doesn't mean the plot stopped of, you know, the terror. So... I think there's always ways you can take it to make it so it doesn't seem like not interesting of, oh, we're just watching this person's presidency play out. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I'm, why are they so much, they have to know as the writers how almost obvious it was the first couple episodes of how they're portraying Sakaar of saying, oh, we're following this while everyone realizes clearly if Kirkman's not for it, there's something else going on. They keep hitting it. Are they trying to throw people off? What is the point? I'm four I, episodes in, you're still hitting it so hard. I think the hardest thing for any series, if you're trying to uh, layer in mythology and conspiracy into your show, is to figure out when do you start revealing your cards. Some yeah. will hold on to it too long, and by that point, the audience will start checking up because you never get any answers. Like, why well, you guys are just you know jerking me along? I'm never going to find out anything. Others will feel it, reveal it too soon, and then you're like, okay, now where do we go? And then, then you feel like the writers are just starting to cram everything that they can, and you get these outlandish twists. That you're like, whoa, what is I, this? I feel like it could be a Sakar, obviously, influence on the inside. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people expect is it's some kind of inside thing. Totally an inside job. That's yeah, what I'm thinking, I think Sakaar. So I don't mean like it was all Sakaar. Yeah, but uh, you think that they're involved. But I think that they're involved at some point. I think you're... Otherwise, they're totally just beating a dead horse. And I I don't see a point of it. And I would be I would be almost be upset at this point if they didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah like they don't. Like, after this, then, like you said, if it is Sakaar and then they wrap up that nice little plot hole nicely and then what what happens next is it going to be like 24 or there's like a new thread every day or like 
I don't know where yeah. it's going to go. Yeah. Or we're watching or, just The West Wing, but with Kiefer Sutherland instead. Yeah, yeah. Season two is just going to be Leo. <laughs> it's just going to be the whole... <laughs> First off, <laughs> all right, He didn't make let's, an appearance. Yes, let's talk about that for oh a hot second. Oh, my God. Let's episode, guys. Take, take a moment. Take a minute and just praise... Oh, that was, that was a good move. That was, great. that was a good move by the writers. Give us a break. No, I think we've all criticized Leo's role in the series so far. So this is our first Leo-less episode. I and loved I, it because I, he wasn't there. You know, whatever you think of the actors, but at least the character's portrayal in the show. Oof. And I just Ugh. feel like having not having him in this episode... I enjoyed this episode so much more for the lack of a family kind of issue to kind of shoehorn in. I feel yeah. relieved. So like same. The, this weight has been just like lifted off relieved. my shoulders. I don't. I don't know if this episode could have handled another plot twist. I, it's true. That's true. I was almost. And I'll. What is everyone's thoughts? Was there too much action and too many? side plots and everything else going on. We have Hook Stratton, we have Aaron and Emily relationship, Sakar, FBI, Kirkman's changes, the situation with the governor. And I'm like shuffling through all these side plots. It's tough, oh, it's especially with Hook, so much. Yeah, with Hook Stratton, I, I mean, I was uh, intrigued by the idea of the Republican side having their own designated survivor, but if her role in the series is just going to constantly be just always like pe- being like nitpicking at Tom the whole time, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little tired of that eventually. Yeah, I was, it was almost confusing of how much stuff is going on. And maybe that's the point. That's what the writers are wanting is to show you what it's like to be president and you're trying to handle all these situations? Maybe. Like, I get stressed out just watching it. And not yeah. because of, like, what's happened. Like, oh my god, this was me. I just I don't know what I do. Yeah. Well, uh, one other person that's not also dealing well is the, the person that is now the, ne- the new press secretary. And this is a moment oh that we all enjoyed there. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy. Leo with the new press secretary. Who do you keep? Oh, the new press secretary. Yeah. I'd rather watch him <laughs> totally. briefly. I just want to see what he does in his day-to-day life. I, it's so much more than, like, Leo's drug problems. Like, I don't care about him drug dealing. I want to know what this the, this guy does. You know? Just like, what, what do you do? you have a family? But as Are you single? Well, as like, I want to know about your life. <laughs> oh, Way really? much of... No, like, just in the show. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We got a new blog no. topic, everybody. <gasps> Check Alrighty, it out. Tune in weeks. next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what it's like dating a press secretary. Oh. <laughs> I'll let you know. But just to see him in front of the press and just like the... We, we even stopped and Michael was just like, what is going on here? Like Three the sweat drops. Yeah. Three seconds he in, I stopped. so cringeworthy. I'm like... Yeah, again, oh, uncomfortable. No. Like, it was so uncomfortable <laughs> to watch. And you're like, who put you up there? Yeah. Why are you... Sp- stop. Stop talking. <laughs> I mean, I know certainly he's the third one down the rung of press secretaries. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like this is such you a high-stakes situation. You've got to vet somebody. You're third to the top yeah. press secretary in the country. <laughs> you still should be better. Yeah. Yes. It felt like he was like speaking in front of his high school class of just reading out a book report. Like It just sounds so... Oh, my gosh. He was so nervous. He shouldn't have been so nervous. At least fake it. Fake it till you make it. You gone on dates with guys as nervous as that? No. (laughs) (laughs) She likes her men tough, yeah? (laughs) Real tough. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he was, yeah, really uncomfortable, I feel like, to watch. Well, I feel like it seems like with this series, like, everybody is nitpicking the the Kirkman presidency. And I feel like after a national tragedy, is that all this the, the U.S. citizenship cares about? It's just tearing is it, down is it too everything? Much? Is it looking at the plot? That's something that I had wondered. Is it is it too fake? I wonder if they're trying to give us a glimpse into how we actually are. Like, do we nitpick Ooh, everything to the point where it's so annoying? I, like I know, that. like, on social media, you know, when things happen, there's a ton of just pushback and 
you know, criticism and things like that. So I wonder if they're just trying to show us how we look constantly, you know. I like that. You I, know? I love that. I would that. hope so. Well, I mean, I guess, sadly, that's how you generate at least drama for a series as opposed to everybody like, whatever you need, Tom. We're right behind you the whole way, yeah. Mr. President. Then then what wars the show? Then it's yeah. really boring, I guess. That's yeah. true. But, but it still there gets is a, a line annoying. of like but overkill, though. <laughs> yeah, there's like, a line idiot. of like a lot. No, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, especially when uh, after uh, our Carter uh, freaks out and he, has, and he leaves the room, and yeah. one of the reporter goes, "That's the Kirkman presidency." Like, ease up, everybody! Yeah, what is going that's, on? Like, ridiculous. Yeah, anybody in your and could you, any of you guys just step up and all of a sudden become president and you know try to at least maintain this country kind of in some semblance of order? I, it's not. It's well, going to be challenging. I'm going. Are you doubting? No, I'm not doubting. Oh. You're doubting that any of us could step up and do that. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I forgot Michael Klaus is here. That's right. If there's one man in this room that could do it, it would be Michael Klaus. I'd vote for you. Really? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. He's got the abs to prove it. Oh. He could lead us with but those abs. My father was a county elected official, so I guess it runs in my blood. Oh. Well, Shout out, Pops. He started watching the show <laughs> last week. was like, I'm going to start watching Designated Survivor. Oh, I thought, just meant, you, I thought he just meant the after show. <laughs> yeah, he just started watching I, the after show. following along on the after show. Now he'll actually know what we're talking about. Nice. Oh. Well, my, why don't we get him in the live chat? Uh, I don't know if my dad is that tech savvy. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Pops. Well, I just send him the link, man. Send him the link. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, a couple of people are commenting in the live chat that um, the press secretary was like, Number eleventh in line. I think he was third. <laughs> no, though. he was third. But yeah. it's you know it's interesting because <laughs> there are more designated survivors than just him. Like he was the designated press secretary after all this. Like everyone's still trying to like pick up the pieces of what was left behind. They just yeah, but I just think they should pick the like, worst guy. He's awful. Like it was so bad. Like it was cringeworthy yeah. watching him to the point where honestly it is a little bit not believable because he was I mean he could not how long was he up there like two minutes not even and then yeah he couldn't even make a complete sentence like yeah that was ridiculous to me it was almost too fake for me yeah Um, yeah you know another one of those things that this plot there's sometimes I'm like yeah like you said I know it's a tv show they have to you know make it appealing but man come on he was a lot you know you're you're flirting with that line of too much but you know what? The, 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 I love the chat. They're really uh, going, rallying behind Michael Klaus for 2020 right 2020. there. 2020. And Michael Klaus, so talented. He can be well, talking to us and also chatting with you at home, too, as well. Look I was going to say, I think I'm better prepared than both of the candidates. <laughs> we currently You're got handling there, foreign so. and domestic. I like it. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> now, we also find out that uh, Tom is also having troubles with Michigan again. Michigan again. Uh, of course, a couple episodes ago, Gen- Governor Royce kind of was declaring martial law. Uh, he was refusing to uh, listen to uh, President Kirkman's authority. Didn't believe in him as the president. Like, this man wasn't really elected, so I don't have to listen to him. I can round up all the Muslims if I want and do all this. Uh, Tom was able to kind of talk him off the fence a few weeks ago, but now he's uh, after this interview that he did last week and everything kind of came out that he was possibly going to be fired from his position. He shouldn't even be elected president. Governor Royce uses that like, ah, forget this. I'm going back to what I was doing before, and I'm not going to listen to anything this, uh, the supposed President Kirkman has to do. So they know that's coming along the way, but Emily decides, hey, I'm going to go there and be like your special advisor. Go watch this p- protest and see if Royce gets out of hand. Seems like a smart move. We get to see. It's nice to see what Emily's going to do for the president as opposed to what Aaron's doing as chief of staff. Yeah, it certainly yeah. proves her worth. For totally. sure. That was she a... stepped up her game. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, own it, own it, Renee. That was amazing. I love it. Yes. Yeah. In the back, she totally did. She was great. She killed it. No, I, 
You gotta wonder, they're not showing any reaction to what the actual people of Michigan are saying throughout this entire process. Well, except the for the protesters. Well, yeah. obviously we see the protesters. But, like, he's standing up. I want to know they're showing so much media coverage of this. What are people in Michigan saying? Clearly there'd be outcry. In today's day and age, there would definitely be outcry. There's no way that this would ever be allowed to happen like it happened in uh, World War II in the 1940s with uh, the holding camps of the Japanese. There's no way that the public outcry would not be in Frank's favor. Not no. Frank's favor. Uh, oh, Kirkman's oh, look at me. favor. Oh, thank you. You think it'd be quite presidential. <laughs> I like that. All right. Looks like Michael Klaus votes for me for president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it is weird because you, anytime you see the news stories, you just see just like the general, just the deco at the bottom kind of mm-hmm. telling you with the crisis and you see footage, but you never hear any sound bites from anybody never. in Michigan about what's happening and how either never. they agree with it, how they disagree with it, nothing. It's just uh, Governor Royce like, no, this is what I'm doing. Take that. Well, you guys, I mean, overall, we see a lot of things happen with the Governor Royce situation where obviously him step up, but we see a lot of how Kirkman progresses him handling that, talking with his wife, you know, initiating, sending Emily, talking with his wife, uh, doing the National Guard, and eventually, you know, arresting him. Were you surprised how far he went, how far he seemed to change? He's certainly been on the, we talked about the Sakar front, very cautious. This one, he really steps up. I've, go ahead, Renee. Oh, sorry. I, I think he um, he's so sick of people just, like, not treating him as the president. And he's tried to go the understanding route. And I'm going to listen to you. And I want to be here for you and whatever. And now he's like, no, 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 okay, this isn't working. I need a new plan. And now he's kind of maybe making some bad calls but was it really the bad call or was it just the bad call because of what Emily originally told him in the plane because honestly he shouldn't have done what he did to begin with he shouldn't have like uh, ignored everything that Kirkman was telling him and refused to even um, acknowledge that he is the president like try to throw that out the window I mean I don't know, but I honestly, I think he's just getting fed up with how people are treating him and he's like fine, well I do have this power and I'm going to use it Boom. Flex. Throw the book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because certainly no, it seems like anybody else, any governors potentially aren't going to change. Certainly Governor Royce isn't changing. So Tom feels like I've got to change the way that I'm approaching this. And I did like at the end where he acknowledged that doing the right thing doesn't always feel good. So he knows that, you know, it was probably the, the, the right move to make, but that doesn't mean he has to go and cheer and like brag to everybody. Yeah, I just did that. Yeah, but I can yeah. understand him wanting to take the hard hand now because if he had that meeting with uh, with Royce and and then you know everybody's making concessions and all that stuff, he's got to probably do that potentially forty nine other times with forty nine other governors once they see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. up until like um, I think Aaron told him that another governor was thinking of doing the same thing. I I fully expected Kirkman to just try and be diplomatic and talk to him about it because the show is getting a little predictable in that respect. Mm-hmm. Like he just wants to talk you off the ledge type thing. But then when he did just take that moment and you know exercise his power i was like oh okay you have some balls like we're gonna finally see something different from you so some cojones some cojones yeah i was like pleasantly surprised by that people in the live chat are saying that they want him to have that backbone and they enjoy seeing that backbone side but they certainly don't want him to lose his humanity and his integrity that's certainly something from the get-go that has separated him from any other president is that he is not political he is able to be more human and it's kind of a catch-22 of are you really being that boss are you losing your human side i think though in this situation obviously with dealing with the humanitarian cause i think he's still a little bit safe 
I think so. I mean, I think he's got to be able to show strength, but that doesn't mean by doing that you're going to lose your sense of compassion Mm -hmm. uh, towards your fellow man. But at times you just need to be able to put your foot down and say, you know, just like like any parents, it's like we got to do doing this because I say so. That doesn't mean I don't love you any less or I don't care about yeah. you. But in this instance, we just got to do what I say right now. Had he done it in the situation with Sakar, he obviously would have been risking losing the life of an American. There, you're kind of sacrificing your humanity and really just choosing the political decision. Mm-hmm. Here, I wouldn't say it's not life or death because obviously we already had the teen that died. But it's not as life or death, and you're still able to show the humanitarian side because you're sticking up for humanity. So you have that backbone. You're still able to show the human's element. I agree with that. Mm. And I'm wondering about the show, and how do you guys feel about this, where it seems to be the kind of pattern where Thomas presented with a problem for the episode, whatever that might be, and then he has this crisis of conscience or this uh, he feels insecure about what to do and needs to get a pep talk from somebody, and then he kind of at least has some sort of course of action that he does to kind of resolve the episode. I almost feel like this same kind of pattern that we bring getting into where he kind of feels like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. Oh, I get a pep talk. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to listen to my instincts. And then things progress to the end. Do you feel like that is a formula we're seeing? Or is that me just like, oh, Frank, whatever. Stop it. But I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And how much feels like, I mean, I guess yeah, I have to be able to protect. This is a person that's just never had, a, a, never aspired to be president, thrown into the situation. So I certainly can't expect him to go from zero to hero like that. There's yeah, certainly a learning curve. Real fast. <laughs> Zero to a hundred. Real quick. <laughs> but I'm wondering, like, by the fourth episode, if we're already seeing this kind of thing happening again and again, it's like, boy, if we got another 18 episodes of this, am I going to be like, oof, all right, great. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's an ABC thing, because I felt like that for a little while watching Scandal. Like, there was, like, a point where um, Fitz, Tony Goldwyn's character, was like, like, he needed everyone to tell him what to do all the time. And then he finally, like, hit a turning point where he started doing the same thing. Like, no, I'm going to just do what I want. Is that so, where he, after he smothered that, that person oh right the hospital, that was it. Then it's like, all that right. That was crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't, yeah. So, I don't know if that's just, like, a very presidential thing or, like, an ABC thing. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch Scandal. I've heard Girl, it's good. it's good. Where have you been, Renee? I mean, I don't know about this season, but past season. Has everyone seen great. Scandal? I've watched a couple episodes. I'm not an addict. Proud. You've seen all Scandal? I have. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. On, well, get, I'll keep Get up. with it, Renee. Get I'll with it. it. Is it on Netflix? That's much easier for me. Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. cool. Or Hulu. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix? Both. I have both. Mm-hmm. Options. Renee's dialed in. Renee is dialed in. Now, the one other person that's really, uh, as, as Aaron says, he potentially has a second mutiny, mutiny on his hands, is our good old general, kind of doing a runaround. Tom has said, I'll give them 12 hours to be able to find if our agent, who has been undercover for 16 months, uh, resurfaces and it, it makes contact. 12-hour time limit. If not then, then we will attack. And the general starts making end runs around him and starts uh, initiating plans before that 12-hour time limit is up. I felt like the firing was coming. It didn't take me off guard. I felt like it was coming. I just didn't know when they were going to play the card. I'm yeah. glad it happened now because I felt like they were, they've been butting heads every single episode. Yes. Yep. I agree. It's about time to another, get him out. Another chance for Kirkman to show his strength. <laughs> I guess, but I, th- I mean, I think it'd be more reasonable if they painted the general in uh, a little bit more, a, a little broader color. It was just always this guy that's like, we, yeah, president, we've got to do this. There are people that died and we've got to attack. There was no like, like, I can't imagine him at a dinner party. No, <laughs> you that's, what you, that's how you decide if a person should keep their job in the government. I can't imagine you at a dinner party. You're out. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> Although, this episode, they kind of toyed with you a little bit, saying, this is the first time that I've agreed with you. Kirkman said that to the general. Yes. So they almost made it seem like 
they were a little on the same footing then not surprisingly that footing lost I almost feel like there's so many like I don't know if this is like off topic but there's so many like static characters like everyone seems to just have the same even temperament and like respond the same way that you expect them to I just it seems like Kirkman is the only person who like will eventually have these like points of oh I should do this but I don't know everyone's kind of acting the way I expected and I guess I'm just getting at the show's becoming a little predictable for me already and it's like oh Mm -hmm. I I didn't want to feel that so early I want things to start tying together. I want things to start making sense. I want them to let the audience know what's going on so it's not just left with so many questions. Every episode, I just have more questions. uh, But we do have a little replacement for the general, Michael T. Williamson, playing uh, the admiral in there. So I feel like that's going to be nice to have him in the series to see what their dynamic is going to be like. Hopefully he's not annoying like the other general. Oh, no. And uh, did anybody like Kirkman's uh, speech or his response to the generals? Like, if you have a snake in your kitchen, you don't invite him to dinner, you cut off his head. I knew where he was going with that. It was a setup. (laughs) Wow, this is my kitchen, so. You're out. (laughs) Yes. See you later. So, uh, yeah, I know we're in the chat room thing, and is the general going to hook up with uh, Hook Stratton? Uh, some people are thinking that that's going to be the general's plan after this. Do we I see like, them? I like uh, Chaos13212 says, I feel like the general is way too antagonistic to get rid of. There was certainly, I'm sure, sure the show will replace him with someone else. Or, or you think he's gone for good? Mm. I feel like hmm. he won't be gone for good. I feel like they... Yes, I do. No, really? I think he's gone for good too. I think they're just going to make more like Hookstrat as more of an antagonist, yeah. like make that a I don't bigger think, plot line. I think if you have a military coup going on, that's I'm gone. If there's a military coup going on. This show has completely lost me. It's way, way, way too much. Well, I mean, I have a feeling the general's going to pop up when you when it's going to be least advantageous for Tom. So we're probably not going to see him for a little while, and then when he needs something to happen, all of a sudden the general's going to show up and be like, "Oh man, this is not going to happen." Like the general's behind it all. Or like we need the general for yeah. coming. We need something to happen, and the only person that can make it happen is the general. And yeah, I of think course he's he resents come back. Tom, and now Tom's got to be able to have like a little meeting and. We'll see what the general has his few minutes to just, you know, get on his soapbox for a little while. <laughs> and, uh, Michael, you did bring up, like, the uh, uh, military coup. Uh, we did have uh, Tom's uh, idea to kind of resolve the conflict in Michigan is to federalize the National Guard in Michigan mm-hmm. to kind of make it an end run around Royce and take control of the situation. So they federalize it, but when the National Guard does show up at the airport and Emily's there, they're gonna, the idea is to escort her through the police barricade and in to watch the protest. The, uh, the general of the National Guard gets on the phone with Tom and says, you know what, I refuse to acknowledge this order. We stand behind the one true leader of Michigan, Governor Royce. What happens to that general? You got rid of the one. Now you have another one who is obviously not behaving. It sends a lesson. You got to squash that rebellion right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I do like that Tom was willing to listen to Emily's idea, even though he kind of had a way to resolve the issue once Royce got to D.C. He was willing to give Emily that chance to kind of uh, set an idea in motion about to get Royce into D.C. to actually have a face-to-face meeting with Tom. Mm-hmm. Yep. He didn't tell her his full plan when he got there. That I leaves. feel like she was reaching a little bit, though, like describing him and, like, setting it up True. to be a certain way. I'm like, maybe she should have just, you know... Like, let Kirkman do the talking in that respect. Because he's, like, reasonable and thoughtful, huh? Like, you know? Or am I alone in that? Thought? No, no, no. Cause it, yeah, and it I seems so that. weird that when <laughs> when Emily went to talk to Aaron, like, he's, he's changing already. Like, what? Easy, oh Emily. Oh, my gosh, Easy Emily. on this. He is, though. 
Well, yeah, I think I, he's becoming more presidential yeah. like, than the person that was like I Aaron said. He's not that It's just different than something she's ever experienced because he's never been one to. She's only known him one type of way for that yeah. for that long. But it's like moments like this that make me realize that Tom did the right move in making Aaron chief of staff mm-hmm. other than Emily. Yeah, you need yeah, somebody that's that. kind of opposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I can agree with that, and that leads into something that a lot of people are talking about yes. sometimes on the chat of. The whole Aaron and Emily situation. Get is, along with this. Uh, you, got, you got that relationship. Also, is Aaron trustworthy? We have people asking about that. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's interesting to see. We didn't see any follow-up from the last episode where he gets that file on Kirkman. I was waiting yeah. for that. Yeah. I was like, no one's going to call. No no secret meetings. They do a really good job on the show of teasing two weeks in advance. <laughs> yeah. If you notice, I remember there were things a couple weeks ago. I'm trying to think exactly what it was. Where they teased, oh, they teased with Leo in the drugs. Oh, and it didn't show yeah. up. Yeah. Don't, don't bring that up. Again, please, please don't, don't bring talk that up. about the L word. Uh, it's a Leo list episode, and that's it. All I kept on writing, if but you look at my note. Two teasing two episodes in advance. So maybe in two weeks when we return, once again, if anyone didn't catch it, not back next week, two weeks, uh, that they'll probably bring up that folder. I don't know, uh, anytime that uh, we had an Aaron and Emily scene, I was in my notes. I, I just always write, get a room, get a room, get a room. I know, my I write gosh. hearts on my page. I'm like, <laughs> ooh, it's heating up. I like flirting, uh, like, you, you didn't care, you didn't care. Oh, you I didn't about care. Uh. Yeah, that relationship is doomed for failure. But they're going to probably, soon. I give it like two episodes. There's going <laughs> to be a steamy sex scene or something late night in the, the White coffee. House. That's, yeah. Co- they already had That's a drink. Totally so ABC style. Next step. Next step. <laughs> <laughs> drink comes the next morning coffee. Does Tom walk oh, in on nice. them? Ooh, plot twist. Mr. Oh. President. We were saying how like it, there's definitely going to be some sort of like steamy Make out, you know, that's gonna come to a head, I think, with Emily and Aaron. Oh, that's ABC style. I don't think that they're yes. gonna go to late night making out. I think it's gonna, I think they're gonna go home to home base. Just take everything off the table. And home then base, I think it'll be yeah. like awkward after, and then like it'll something. Because they can't have like, Aaron a Aaron clearly cares about the job more than Emily. Oh, totally. Hands down. And so. Really? You think he cares more? Yeah. About the job? I think he's better at it. I don't think he, like, I cares anymore I would 100% think if it came down to he's Emily and politi- the job. He's a politician, as pointed out by Hook Stratton. And speaking of that, Hook Stratton, uh, Hook Stratton does have a little meeting with Aaron. Says, hey, you know what? You're you're siding with the wrong guy. We think you could do so much better behind the right candidate. Could yeah, that, that be the plug. split, eventually, of Aaron and Emily? Where Aaron goes with Hook Stratton. And Emily stays with Kirkman, and that is what dooms her relationship. Boom, I'm calling it right now. I did not think of it that way. Or vice versa. That's crazy. Emily will switch sides. Aaron will stay because Emily's thinking he's changing. I don't think she'll. she's going anywhere. She's like... She might. She's. I mean, he did like one thing that was out of character, and she's like, he's changing. So it's possible. <laughs> she's so dramatic. Sounds like his wife. Like, honey, you're different now. <laughs> I mean, I guess I they did, if they did something like that, it would be a couple of years because even she said it, two years when she can start campaigning for president uh, for four yeah, years from now. Time. So we'd still have time for Aaron to be hanging out with Tom and then maybe do a flip. But I don't think it would happen this season. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. This I, I hope not. It's gonna oh, I'm finally getting the Luke Cage reference. Ivan, I got it. Getting the coffee. It's a huge thing in Luke Cage. I'm finally sorry. This is a. Anybody watch Luke Cage? No. I'm going to start it this weekend. Really good. But he often says to the girls about getting coffee. Oh, does he not mean getting coffee? No, he means. What's that? (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. This is getting weird. Gotcha, Ivan. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, but we also have, uh, we're bringing up Alex as well. She also has a meeting with Hook Stratton because she has an issue. The law firm that she was working at there, uh, one of the people that she represented was now getting de- uh, actually getting deported back to Honduras. Uh, separated from her family, and uh, Alex, of course, not a lawyer at the firm anymore. Now that she's first lady, wondering what can she do. But you're also your first lady, so even if you're not represent working at the firm, you still have some options if you're willing to kind of get in the political pool of Washington D.C. Yeah, it's all about the favors. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that personally. I yeah, feel I didn't like, like it, that either. Yeah, and I I think like Kirkman kind of hinted to it when uh, she went to him to talk about it. He's like, "Watch your back if you're going to Hook Stratton because." I just see them setting that up for her to use it against him later. Like, oh, I did you this favor. Now you got to do something for me. It's like, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, it wouldn't have been said if that was not going to be used later on. Yeah. For sure. It was like so obviously stated as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I I feel like that's, uh, favors are capital in D.C. So, I mean, if you're doing, I mean, that's the way you're just going to be able to get currency in the game, as I like to say. I feel like it's a way for the writers to help us help show uh, obviously we know Kirkman is changing be able to see Washington but I think Mrs. Kirkman as well is now able to see how Washington works I can get with that yeah probably I'm probably going to see it more over time Thanks, Rick. She's <laughs> <laughs> like unbothered certainly though I don't <laughs> trust Hookstrat I mean what long term plans I see her not as an ally, and I think yeah, Kirkman realizes that, saying right away, this is the point where you say that I have your full support, right? And yeah. being sarcastic with her, but he realizes, which is nice. But if every episode comes in at the beginning like, hey, you know, uh, as 50% of the Congress, I w- expect more than a soundbite, and I w- why, President, why haven't you moved on this target yet? Or that's like, oh, man, please stop being this person every single week, Hook Stratton. Seriously. Yeah, I want to see something different. Uh, yeah, that's, I think, what we all agree on. We want to see something different. I feel like what, there's been a lot of yeah. patterns in these first four episodes, and we're ready for, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a plot twist that's not going to confuse us more. That's yes. not going to create <laughs> or another a solution. Yeah. Or a solution. A solution would be an wonderful. An answer to We'd any question that. would be fantastic. Well, we think we find an answer to one question. That's with our congressman that survived last episode, uh, Mr. Peter McLeish. Uh, Hannah, uh, of course, you know, shows her boss the photos, and it's like, you know, what's the big deal? Uh, I think you're, you're barking up a wrong tree. So she wants to continue the investigation, goes over at, under the guise of keeping him informed of what's happening, shows him the two photos and wants to know if he can account for where his whereabouts are. And he and his wife say, well, this is the real reason. Do you buy the story that the wife says? No. That was no. so shady. She's so like, bad. oh, it, it must have been. Uh. Do, you, do you think it was? Like, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, that's probably what I want because I was texting you, and he always calls Our me when I text him. saved us. <laughs> During the State of the Union. Like, come on. That's just no. ridiculous. So but ridiculous. But she lost visual uh, contact with her daughter. I mean, that's scary, guys. And a guy all the way across the country could help her out. Yeah, mm-hmm. what was he going to do in that situation? You call him after it's he been He has resolved. him inside with a security guard at the store. That's <laughs> right, oh, yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, look at that. Uh, we got people not buying it there. The survivor is dirty. Thank you, oh, Ben. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is. Yes. dirty. Do we think it's the wife that ended up calling Hannah at the end? That's true. I mean, we... I think so. I, I thought that same thing because it sounded like a woman. <laughs> Thanks, Wait, Mike. Mike was going out on a ledge. <laughs> Good job. Guys, this is <laughs> an exclusive here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I thought that. I don't think so. I think. Uh, yeah, but who else knows that Hannah's investigating this potentially and who's talked yeah. to Mr. Unknown. Bingo, and they're going to add another no. character right now? 
that's tied into all of this? Please, it's gonna be the Ooh, wife. It's gotta sure. be. What She's if it's scared of him or something? What if it's the same woman that Aaron met with, and maybe she's like playing everybody? What one was Who? that? That he got the file from in the last episode. Uh. Mm. No, I think that was an older woman. This woman sounded kind of young. Right? Yeah, I, I, think it, I think it's a wife. And young. Yeah, I, think, I, I think it's a wife. I feel like she's feeling guilty. Uh, like the Watch pressure of the situation is kind Really? Of, I think so. I, I didn't get that at all, but. I still probably... think it's the wife. Because. Wouldn't surprise me. Okay, it's totally the wife because of how shady that moment was with them talking together. And she even seemed like. She's like, oh, I gotta make up something. Oh, it's, um, yeah, I texted him. Like she was rambling, nervously rambling. And so I think she had to do it because he was there. Because what if he wasn't there? What if she was just talking to the wife? Would it have been a different story? So I think she knows what's going on. And we're going to find out. Because she's going to talk to Hannah. And things are going to get solved. No, things are going to get solved. Uh, what and I did, she's like, going to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> and she's gonna, yeah, probably. What I did like, though, is Hannah talks to her boss, says, you know what, uh, McLeish is fine. I tried to find evidence, and I couldn't, uh, and I just got to realize I got to I gotta put this aside. I'm, I'm, Scott's dead. Yes. McLeish just survived. He was lucky. Scott wasn't. I got to just deal with this, so put, put a transfer in for me. I need to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And the boss says, hey, uh, just sleep on it. I know how you are. We'll wait till the morning, see what you are. I see, I see how you feel. And I do like at night, she's just surfing through her phone, looking at those really nicely staged photos of her and Scott. So professional. Oh, my gosh. I know. Because that really looks like they went to like a photographer for that. <laughs> yes. And this was an affair? Yes. Right? I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think you'd have pictures with that person if it was an affair. If they were married and they were in Washington, how can you keep proof like that around? I wouldn't know. Exactly. Like, why? And it's just casually in your phone? Yeah. It's a, po- it's yeah. a politician also. Like, I would not... I mean, I guess I'd be better at hiding that. I would not have it right on my phone, but Hannah does. Hannah wants to show the world that she was with Scott, who's now you know dead. Also, Joyful Kia, thank you so much for speaking up and saying, guys, I feel overwhelmed. It's too many shady characters. Glad that other people are We're on the same page. Sure. We're all there. We feel you. Yeah. Uh, and we see somebody else is getting a little promotion this episode. Seth. After oh, watching yeah. Carter fail, Aaron says, you know what? I want you to be press secretary because you stood up after Carter kind of ran out of the room and really took control of that. Even the press, they say they're going to half them are going to turn on their credentials if I don't name you as press secretary. And Seth's reluctant at first. Do you understand his reasonings for wanting to say why say no to Aaron? I appreciated Aaron's honesty. I'll say that much. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Calling, it, it's a calling it like it is. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just situation seems to be working out that he would fit that job. Now, just hearing Aaron's explanation, him saying that the more political reasons for why this is happening, if you were in Seth's spot, would you say yes, or would you have done like Seth and say no initially? I'd probably say yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yes, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Because I don't know. I'd have to like really think about it. Well, because, I mean, it, Tom comes in later and says it was originally his idea for this, and he kind of gives him more mm-hmm. of just like the, the, the friendly kind of answer where it's not necessarily just... Part of it is who he is, but then also that he just needs somebody that he respects at the podium. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he says yes to the president, but I also feel like that, that's just part of it. Aaron, What Aaron said, too, is just equally valid reason for why they want Seth for this, too. And I feel like, But he needed to hear, like, the like the softer, more friendly like yeah. yes answer before he could say yes to it. I agree. Yeah. I think he's going to kill it, especially after job, following yeah. Carter. Uh, he's a tough act to follow. Man. You gotta start sweating. No one will be a Carter. I don't think he he will be a main character in that role more than what he already is. That's what my thought. Mean? As in, like, obviously we know the character that he was as a speechwriter, 
I don't think he's going to be, you know, pr promoted to this position. But I don't see his role in the show increasing. Mm. As far as we'll see more of him in a plot line, or he'll be able to tell his story. I don't see that. Or this, the only reason this is all happening is because he's behind the terrorist. Whoa, pack. whoa, whoa! Get and, and, out. He, and he did that get just so he could get here. the press secretary spot. There's going to be a twist. I hope that wouldn't fit crossed. the entire stereotype of the show of him being Muslim and being bad. Okay, that's true. That's true. But because it's like a character off the side that we think is so good, and he was only kind of uh, not liking. Uh, President Kirkman in like the first episode and then he's like oh I accept you for who you are and then they're friends and everything's great and then we don't suspect him at all and then oh my gosh he turns out to be the bad guy but I, I, I guess that would be it, too deep too close <laughs> that would just be like we're gonna how am I gonna to peel the, apart all these layers we're gonna add like, that to what? the military coup by the general as reasons why I would stop watching this show <laughs> oh there would be no after show Michael's just gonna stop you coming to the after three. show <laughs> Now, as we're talking about all the storylines that are happening in the show, the, the one thing with Hannah Wells, I mean, certainly, like, her boss has been uh, in the room with President Kirkman kind of giving their intel on things. Uh, but Hannah and her investigation really haven't really intersected with Tom's yet. Do you feel like that's something that you want to see? Do you think it's going to happen? Uh, how soon into the season are we going to see their kind of paths kind of cross? Once she has something to work with. Yeah. Because right now she still doesn't. Mm -hmm. So once we... Once... Us as an audience is satisfied in some some regard, some way. We just get a little, little piece, and we're like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Then she's going to get her President Kirkman. But right now, yes. we're literally sitting there watching, like, "I still don't understand what's happening." <laughs> but like, who is it? You know. So once we get some satisfaction, Tom Kirkman will get some. Satisfaction. Do you think Room One Hundred Five has enough satisfaction in there to give her some motivation? Oh god, it better. Let's hope so. I don't know. Let's hope so. Please, please. I want some answers. I, I want, just some, want answers. some answers. Yeah, I mean, I certainly don't know about the structure of this. If they're going to do something very similar to many other dramas where they have like the mid-season finale, come back after you know, a month or two, and then yeah. continue on with the rest of the season. If they follow that structure, do you want to have like some kind of some kind of uh, revelation? By, at the mid-season finale. You get yeah. some nice hard piece of intel to kind of lead us in. Totally. We need that. Or I'm not tuning in after January. Like, yeah. what's going on? What, are you just going to keep your back to the screen as we're watching the after show? <laughs> the yeah, show? Just, yeah. She's going to just be in <laughs> the corner. <laughs> and then and I'll just, just come in here. Go into live chat. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, people are asking, will we see them outside of the White House? Uh, well, see. do you want to see that? Do you want to see life oh, outside the White House? Like all the people? Other characters. Yeah, do you want to see Aaron at home? Do you want to see mean, Emily at home? I want to see Hannah at home. I want to see if she has a dog. That, that's that's a big thing? You want to know <laughs> like, if Hannah has a dog? I if she just like has some girlfriends, maybe has a dog, has like a normal life outside of all this, or if honestly, her, like right now, if all she's thinking about is just, Scott, 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 got us all. You know? I mean, so far we saw a little bit of her home life, and that was her just surfing through that phone. <laughs> looking at those great that's, that's pictures. That's what I'm telling you. That's all we've seen of her. So I would like, I want more layers to Hannah, because all we know is that she was sleeping with a married man. Maybe Scott was her life. Scott <laughs> was mm. everything. It was on the DL. Like, was we go to her cool. house, it's just all photos of Scott. <laughs> what kind of Oreos do you think she eats, Renee? Uh, OG. Man, yeah, that's your go-to answer. <laughs> Enough of that. Get out of here. You're, you just say OG for everybody. OG. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, as we start kind of wrapping up, I guess we, I guess that pretty much covers the the episode yeah, that's here. A lot. Yeah, we are. Uh, that's where are we're we at. getting into. Well, I think we'll, let's do a little predicting. Yeah, let's do predictions. 
And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right, Renee. What do you got? Still think it's an inside job. Don't think it involves Elsa Carr. And I'm going to say that Emily and Aaron are going to get it on in two episodes. Two episodes? They're going to grab some coffee Man. in two episodes. I say that it's an inside job with the help of Sakar in some form. Um, and yeah, Aaron and Emily definitely gonna get some coffee. Get some coffee. Uh, and yeah, that's about all I got. I'm trying well, to think of other things that I could. On the show. Right. Oh, I see. Once again, I'll do the two episode prediction of the, you know, will we actually find out anything out? I say in two weeks. Two we'll f- episodes. Two weeks is the first episode. Three weeks for the first one. Then we'll actually, find- actually, some information. Because they're doing the two-episode tease. That's pissing me off. But that's what I see. <laughs> I got to say I agree. Similar predictions. I feel like this episode didn't give you much more to think about. Um, Christine, I was counting on you to do I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't Come know. On. Maybe something with Room 105. Um <laughs> Hopefully less Leo. That's what I'm predicting. Oh, yes. Because the viewers don't want it. Um, Quick prediction right now from you, Christine. What do you think people will find in room 105? What will be in there? Oh, um, some dirt on McLeish. Wow. That was a really nice went out on a limb. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Man. Interesting. <laughs> that was a crazy prediction. Ooh. I know. I'm so good at this guy. <laughs> Make sure I go first every time. <laughs> Which means like like uh, like a dead body, or you find pictures. Dr. Dishon that yeah, like <gasps> pictures. the wife dead on the bed, blood everywhere. Yeah, was a, wow, you you took just took it there. Zero to hundred. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Whoever killed the uh, the wife, what kind of Oreos would he eat? A birthday cake. <laughs> no, he, he'd probably eat the lemon flavored yeah. ones. Those are nasty. <laughs> no, the Sorry. birthday cake ones are disgusting. Oh. That's great. I, I like that I carry on a bit that we did off air right into the show. <laughs> Nobody cares about that bit. It's terrible. You always slip them in there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> don't know. <laughs> so uh, like, what are they talking about? What do you got, Frank? Uh, I'm going to, uh, I think the, uh, the uh, their attack, our Navy SEALs, I think it'll be successful. I think it, the, the tease makes it look like it's going to blow up in their yeah. face, but I think something will be successful. But I think it's what they're going to capture this guy. And they're going to find out. Wait, stuff is still happening. So we thought we had the guy. Uh oh, yeah. we realized we don't have the guy. Ooh. I'd like yeah, that. that. Yeah. So that is my meager prediction for the show. Uh, but folks, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the Designated Survivor After Show. But as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Give Michael Klaus five stars just in life in general. Subscribe to the YouTube Klaus? channel. We love having you in the chat with us here. <laughs> if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show is over, Renee, where can they find you? Hey, guys. I'm Renee Ariel. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel, on Snapchat at the Renee Ariel, and make sure you check out my blog, catslipstickla.com, and read about my life. You can follow me on Instagram at the only MC on Twitter at Michael Klaus TV. You can also catch us tomorrow night. No, you're not there no, tomorrow night. <laughs> We're on the good place. She's starting to host it. I'll be there tomorrow night. Feel free to join. You'll be there in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. So I'll be there in that. two weeks. Tune in. Boom. What's up, guys? I'll see you guys in two weeks when this show gets back. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. 
Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. I'll see you here in two weeks as well, unless Renee kicks me off of this show. She seems to be in a real big thing about kicking people off of shows and taking their spots. So <laughs> who knows how long we'll all last here. But we'll see you next week, every or two weeks, everybody. Two weeks right here for the Designated After Bu- Show. Designated Spire After Show here on After Buzz TV. Bye. Adios. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.